This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country. Odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. All right, let's head to the phone lines. The Roman guest line and joining us right here. Right now is our girl, Katie Mox of the Betting Exchange on MSG Networks. Katie, how you doing tonight? Hey, guys, I'm doing good. And, Ryan, actually, that same exact thing happened to my father with a popcorn kernel as well. So was he at the one. movie theater or was he at home eating, like, Pop Secret, though? <laughs> he Well, it wasn't Pop Secret because my mom likes to pop her own popcorn. That's the way like to do it. Smart woman. Yes. That's yeah, so it was uh, it was homemade popcorn that did it to her, did it to him. Mm. It's terrible. It was very painful. And there's nothing you could do about it. You have to wait. And then it's impossible yeah. to get into the dentist, too, as I found out. I had to get it yeah. done, so I got it done yesterday. And if I didn't get it done yesterday, I would have had to wait two and a half weeks. Jeez. I would have mm. just ripped that thing out. Yeah, I, kind of the way that my Boston <laughs> Celtics are going to rip out the hearts and souls of the fake Gosh. Golden State Warrior He's fans back. that have been around for six years only. And now, all of a sudden... Are you Biggest taking shots at Katie Moss? No, oh, Katie, I actually forgot your award. No, she's one of the good ones. Okay. You're one of the good Warrior fans. I will say, Ryan, I had season tickets to the Warriors when I was like 13 years old. Take so that! So was Tom Gugliotta playing? Because I was a big Gugliotta fan. To it. Yes. Well, I, I mean, I was I was young, and I, I remember I used to scream at the top of my lungs when people were shooting their free throws, and I got this, like, loud warrior shirt, and I was so proud of it. Uh, but now, looking back, it was a little embarrassing that I was screaming that loud as a child. Katie, I, I just found, uh, I found out that I'm not following you on Instagram, so I just followed you on Instagram. And I see right here, all real Warriors fans have to post a picture of them yep. in a warrior shirt yep. holding up the number yeah. one. Yep. So that's what Katie's yeah. on right now. If you're on Twitch, you can go ahead and check her out. Yeah. Look at that. Katie Mox is a real one. Katie, so I got to ask you, what are <laughs> yeah. you doing with tonight's game? How are you betting yeah. it? What uh, Props, sides, totals, whatever you have for us. And then, of course, after that, we'll spin it, spin things forward to the entire series, how you're, how you're looking at this entire series in terms of the handicap. Yeah, well, uh, look, me and 87% of the public are on the, on the Warriors' uh, money line tonight. I'd like them to cover the three and a half. However, you know, the Celtics are a little bit better of a cover. You know, they've covered the spread in each of their last seven games as road underdogs against the Warriors. We do know that the Warriors kind of start out a little bit shaky. So I like the Warriors on the money line. I feel like that 160, that 165, depending on where you get it, is almost a little bit conservative, too. I think it should be higher than that, considering that the Warriors are 3-0 and in game one and the Celtics are 1-2 and in game one. And as we know, the Warriors have been perfect 
at home at Chase Center in these playoffs. I will say where I am looking to fade the Warriors is in the first quarter. This is a third quarter team. These are third quarter assassins that just come out of nowhere in that third quarter. It kind of takes them a while to heat up. You see Steph Curry missing some shots. You see Jordan Poole missing some shots. And it it really hasn't been great for them. They're averaging 26.2 points per game in the first quarter in these playoffs. The highest they got in the Western Conference was 28 points. That was game one and game five. They only scored 24 points in the first quarter versus the Grizzlies and 26 in that first quarter versus the Nuggets. And versus the Celtics this year in those two games, they've averaged about 25.5 points per game. So at even money, I'm going to take them, you know, their team total, actually. I'm taking the team total under that 26 and a half. Um, And I got that at even money because I just see them starting slow because that's really been the trend with them. Also, if you were looking for a Celtics bet, the Celtics have won the second quarter in each of their last six games as road underdogs. We all know I love the Knicks second quarter all year long. uh, So that could be an interesting Celtics bet. Now, if we're looking for prop bets, I love Kayvon Looney, as I always call him, Loon Dog. Over 12 and a half rebounds and assists. This is also at even money. So he's hit over this mark in three of his last five games. He's actually hit over this mark in just rebounds alone. We know he had that 22-point rebound game, and then he had the back-to-back of 12-point rebounds. His rebound total is set to nine and a half. Those odds are at minus 110. And when I was looking through his stats, when he's doing well on the boards, he's actually grabbing like three to four assists as well. So if you think he's going to get a lot of rebounds in his game, you might as well take him the rebounds and the assists because you're going to get better odds at that one. And then Steph Curry, I'm, I know this is a terrible thing, but I might fade Steph Curry on that under 27 and a half points. He is averaging below this um, you know, in game ones of this season, like it takes the Warriors a little bit to warm up in the first quarter. It takes Steph a little bit to warm up in game one. So I don't know. I think he's going to be double teamed. They're going to have what Marcus Smart on him. So I feel like he's going to go under that 27 and a half. Um, But I'm on the Warriors to win this game. I'm on the Warriors to win this series. I like the Warriors to win in five. Mm. Winning in six is the more conservative bet here. I think that they sweep them at home. It is possible that the Celtics come in game two and possibly can squeak out a win there, although it's not likely. I just think that, look, the the Celtics are definitely the more battle-tested teams. They had to go through the Bucs. They had to go through the Nets. And then, of course, the Miami Heat. Um, But they had two back-to-back game sevens. So, for me, you got to be a little bit gassed. The Warriors have the rest rest advantage here, and they also have the, uh, the health advantage. Uh, Katie, you said you're going to fade Steph Curry tonight under 27 and a half points, and it's going to be a tough matchup, obviously, with the Defensive Player of the Year, Marcus Smart, following yeah. him around all series long. So would you play anybody else? Because you think Golden State's going to win it all. Would you find value with anybody else to win finals MVP, or do you still think it goes to Steph, even if he's only scoring you know, 23, 24 a game? Clay's 18 to 1, Draymond's 18 to 1. I'd want a lot more for Draymond. And Jordan Poole actually just moved to 35 to 1. Would you play any of those guys? I would play Clay Thompson because one, the Warriors, and since 2015, they made every single finals with Clay. Without Clay, they don't make it. I love the narrative surrounding Clay Thompson, and if it's not going to go to someone like Steph Curry, then I would love to see it go, you know, to Clay. And and if if Marcus Smart is going to be on Curry and Curry is going to be more bottled up, well, then we're going to look to Clay to have a big game. And like you know, you know, the NBA wants that. They would love right. that story. He's been out for two years. He comes back. He wins the MVP. So I think it's worth you know 
sprinkling a little bit on Clay Thompson, but obviously Steph Curry, I think, would be the lock if there is a lock in this. We're joined now by Katie Motts of the Betting Exchange on MSG Networks. Reminder, you can listen to our conversation with her on our podcast feed, Odyssey app, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Katie, I got to ask you, who do you think, or, or rather, what do you think will be the X factor for both of these teams in the NBA Finals? Well, the X factor is going to, I mean, it's going to be shooting. Mm. And, you know, I'm not sure that the Celtics, they've got Jason Tatum, who's been absolutely phenomenal with his, you know, 40 plus point games. But the Warriors, like we've been saying every time I come on the show, they just have so many ways to beat you. And even if Steph goes cold or even if Clay goes cold, Wiggins and Poole and even Looney and everyone can step up and make those shots. I'm not sure that the Celtics, one, being injured, two, just not having the same amount of shooters are going to keep up uh, with the Warriors in scoring. Now, what I will say would be the X factor for the Celtics is creating those turnovers because the Warriors can beat themselves. If you could get them to commit a lot of bad turnovers, which we know they can do, that's how you beat the Warriors. So if the Celtics can can force the Warriors to commit a lot of turnovers and beat themselves, that's how the Warriors are going to lose this. But if the Warriors play their game and they keep scoring, I really think it's going to be a tough, tough series for the Celtics. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Yeah, I agree. Speaking of scoring, like, what do you think about the total? It's 213 and a half now, and it's actually minus 115 to the over. Um... Usually in the playoffs, I play a lot of unders. I don't play a whole lot of overs. But with this one, it's 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 a tough read, obviously, because both teams are so good defensively. Yet both teams turn the ball over a lot. Like Boston in their last three yep. games has averaged over 15 turnovers. Obviously, the Warriors could capitalize. They get sloppy with the basketball, too. Yeah. What would you do with the total in this game? I, I'm staying off of it, but I would lean under each of the yeah, Warriors' I last the seven same home games. Yeah. Yeah, versus the Celtics have gone under, but it's such a low total at 213. But we got to think, too, no one on the Celtics has been in an NBA Finals before, um, at least not with the team. So it's like they might be a little bit jumpy and scared. And also, even though we have our, you know, our Clays and our, our Igadawas, if he's playing, and, you know, Steph Curry and everyone that have been there, there's some newbies also that have never been to an NBA Finals on the uh, on the Warriors side. So just just like the Super Bowl, I always feel like the first half or the first game, it's you know, it's a lot of defense. It takes a while for the offense to heat up. So lean under, but I'm staying away from it. All right, Katie, thank you so much for joining the show. Before we let you go, are you watching hockey? Do you have any plays in hockey? Is it is it easy for you to handicap the ice or what? What's going on? Because I'm struggling. Yeah, so is not it's okay. I'm like one from my last 12, I think. Yes. Yes. Well, I've, I've been actually doing pretty good in hockey. I <laughs> well, mean, here's the thing. I'm I'm in New York. Rangers at home, money line. They keep, they keep putting it up plus money. I took it the other night. I'm going to take it again tomorrow night because Shesterkin has just been absolutely crazy. I keep hearing that the Tampa Bay Lightning have the best goalie in the entire league, but I'm sorry. Shesterkin was the one to shut it down. He's got a .958 save percentage versus Tampa Bay. 
uh, this season. Also, the the Rangers are undefeated against Tampa Bay this season. So anytime the Rangers at home and that money line is at plus money, you got to take that. That's always going to going to be what it is. I do think we're going to see a lower scoring game. I don't expect them to have six goals in this time. They're going to lock that down. This is one of those scenarios where I feel like the rest advantage actually kind of worked against Tampa Bay. I expect them to be better in this next round. The, you know, the, the Oilers and the Avalanche, the Western Conference final, that one is just like the most wild thing I've ever yeah. seen. I mean, what was it? Seven and eight. Uh, but we saw that also with the last round with the Oilers and Calgary. It was seven to nine in that first game. And then they locked it down and we saw what happened in that series. So I know everyone's hammering the over in this game. It's at seven and a half goals, I believe, right now. That's super high. I like it. I mean, obviously the Oilers are down to what their fourth string goalie at this point. Yeah. So that's a little bit suspect, but uh, I think the Avalanche win that game. I think they're going to, they're going to come up 2-0 at home and then we'll see what happens when they get back to the Oilers. I actually like the Oilers in that series plus one, uh, one and a half in the series, because I do think that this could potentially go to seven. And uh, I like giving the Oilers the edge there, even though I think the Avalanche advance. Katie, that's why we ask you what we do not know. Because you always got our back. We're just blindly going to back you. We're blinding back. And I was also one of the ones talking about Vasilevsky all last night. That did not go well for me. So I'm with you. Let's go New York. Katie Mox, thank you so much for joining the show. Can't wait to talk to you soon.